Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ DeMers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! is Josh Williams and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 172 for Wednesday, August 26th, 2020. How's it going, onesies? Are you guys having a great week? I had a fantastic week. Did I? I did. I did. I had a lot of really cool things happen this week. Um, got an email to read. That always makes me happy when you guys are interacting with me. Uh, what else? I uh, So I'll tell you all about this. I got my taxes done. Yeah. Is it August? Yes, I did. Right under the wire. Got them done and I'm feeling fantabuloso about that. Um, I did a walk through uh, the old neighborhood with my buddy, Matt, and I will tell you guys all about that. Uh, I went for a walk with me dog, me dog chase there. Uh, what else? A couple little errands. I, I went for a visit with my mom, which was really nice. Um, still playing some games, really nothing to, to write home about there. Um, and I'm still gymming. Still gymming is what I wrote down here. So I'll tell you guys, you know, a little bit. I think I elaborated on the last episode considering I, uh, you know, was on my list here and I just recorded the last episode like, uh, I don't know, like an hour ago. So, uh, this one will be on time. <laughs> um, and then I got a big DK haul. My partner's at DK. Oh, the books are flowing again, which is making me feel a little bit more back to normal, you know, during this new normal here in the pandemic. Um, so I'm going to tell you guys all about, uh, about that. So I got my taxes done. All right. And I know uh, I've talked about it before, but for any new listeners, um, me getting my taxes done is quite the ordeal. I have a lot of stuff, all the different jobs, all the different adventures and, and activations and promos and, and gigs that I tell you guys about on the podcast. Well, each and every one of them has their own separate paper trail. And as I'm a subcontractor, there's a lot to take care of, right? I gotta, I gotta track a lot of kilometers and all sorts of crap. Well, I, uh, <laughs> I basically just, you know, I got a lot to do with my taxes. So I spend a shitload of time putting all of the data together. That's the work that I have to do personally. And then, uh, I get a lot of assistance, you know, basically, uh, Jason, as much as I shit on him, uh, every year he helps me with my taxes. So, but in the last several weeks, it's been very difficult to find a time. So I've been done all of my part. I got all my data collected, all my numbers. Um, it's funny, like all the work I do, I can collect all the numbers and just put them on one. I do a little, you know, not a spreadsheet, but, a an info sheet in the word document and just have all of my things lined up every single line of, of how much money I made from every different company, all my totals of expenses in different categories. I've got them all mapped out extensively in spreadsheets, but then the information that I bring to Jay is like, here's all of the finalized details. And then he plugs them in for me and also finds little areas. Like, so certain things like I, like I bought a new vehicle last year and I financed it. I didn't lease it. So it's kind of like, where does that go? And, and what portion of this? And then there's like all my, whatever. It's a ton of stuff. Self-employed person taxes are more complicated than, than, you know, uh, employee taxes. Cause they tax you and then you got to beg for most of it back. And most people don't know how to do that. So you pay a ton of money taxes and you bitch and complain about the money you're paying. And if you took the time to kind of do some of what I do, you'd get more back. And then, uh, you know, and the diligent people do. That's the thing too. Like when people are like, they pay the taxes at the end of the year, they get a return. They're like, yay. It's like, that's your money. Like uh, so many of you, whatever, I, I won't go into it. I go into these fucking rants that I didn't int intend to do. Um, when you get taxed at work, by all means, talk to somebody who knows something about taxes. Cause there's probably lots of shit that you, that you spend during the year. Sorry, I'm slowing down cause I'm mindful of all the swearing. I'm, I'm trying, I'm working. I'm aware. I'm aware. I'll work on it. Um, that's another thing I know, right? From the last episode, the things I know, things I don't, I know how to not swear. Um, I'm just, I'm passionate. I'm passionate about it. Um, you guys get your money back, right? You're not, you're not going to get all of it back, but a lot of you too, you could just start a small business and you're allowed to, you know, make a loss for seven years. So you could just be like, I'm starting to fucking kick Jesus Christ, Josh. And then there's blasphemy on top of it. 
I, I cover my profanity with blasphemy. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where like, if whatever you're into, be like, I mean, you know what? I'm going to start a small business. You don't have to jump through hoops and register a bunch of stuff. Just, I'm starting a small business. You, if you're spending a ton of money, like bacon cakes for friends and stuff like that, just be like, I'm starting a small cake business. And then you can write off all of that, that flour and sugar and, and equipment and, and write, write off a, a friggin' Cuisinart, your mixer, write all that stuff off and just be like, yeah, I'm trying to start a business. And if it fails, Right after seven years, we didn't. Okay, well, it failed, but at least you're not paying the taxes and all that that stuff that you're spending. You know your own hobby stuff. I don't know. All I'm saying is, is I Jay helps me with that stuff. All the things I can write off, I get him all the data. He helps me plug it in, and then uh, and so yeah, I'm getting a return again this year, which is crazy. Um, very very happy about that. It's funny because I feel like I make a lot of money, but at the same time, I also spend a a, a ton, uh, an S H uh, asterisk T load of money on, uh, on travel, like travel and, and gas and, and accommodations and, you know, gifts and things like that for networking purposes and stuff like it, it costs money to keep me on the road and, and all the vehicle maintenance and all that's like all part of business. So, you know, as much as I make a lot of money, I put a lot of it back out into the business. I pay a ton of money for, you know, podcast equipment and, and memberships and fees and Photoshop stuff and Alphonic and all these different things. It's all costs money. So it's embarrassing to see on the tax thing, like how much money I'm actually worth by the time I'm done. But I'm like, it's, I don't notice cause money's constantly coming and going from my accounts all year long. So I just, I feel like I'm in the green cause I'm never, you know, I'm never desperate, but I still like, yeah, that's the thing. Like it's, it comes and it goes. So, you know, that's why I was so upset last week with the, the, the dentist stuff is like what I actually get to keep. You know, like they want to take what I'll actually get to keep for an entire month. So once everything's paid for, you know, what's left isn't a ton, but they're like, we'll just take that. How about we take all of that to keep those? Eh, I'm not going to start again. Not going to start. Let it go. Let it go. Burn it away. Ritualistically burn it, burn it. There you go. And just release those ashes and it's gone from your life. Um, so yeah, whatever taxes are done, I'm getting a refund. I'm happy. Live my life. All right. So, uh, a thing I did, let me see. Uh, one of the, so here's the thing I've been trying to, if I'm not making it to the gym, I'm now three days in a row without going to the gym. Uh, so I, I decided I'll take the weekends off. That's predominantly when I'll be busiest with other stuff too. So if I get in a habit of like Monday through Friday or gym days, but then again, I was chatting with you guys in the last episode about how, like, you know, they say, you know, work out a day and then give your muscles a day to rest and then back on whatever. So I'm going to have to figure it out, but I'm going to, I'm going to talk to a, a trainer and, and I'll pay them for their time to just, I go like, forget the machines. Like we want to walk by and point at it. Let's do that. But I, I want the info more than I want you to watch me do it. You know what I mean? If you want to sit me down and show me the proper posture, cool. And be like, this is where you want to feel it. We can do all that, but I'll, I'll do a few things and let's just do a consultation thing as opposed to uh, a straight up, you know, I want to work out with you. Um, so, uh, but yesterday I've decided like, if I'm not going to, you know, Monday through Friday. So yesterday was Monday. I did not get to the gym and I, uh, I decided, you know, I was going to walk my dog, take, take, uh, take little chase out for, for a walk and then, um, then go to the gym. It was so hot. And I think by the time I was finished because of COVID and how everything works, it was like, I had, when I got back with him, I had, I was just about to miss another class or another session starting. And then I would have had to be like another two hours before I could get to the gym. And I was kind of like, well, I don't want to like two hours is a long time to just be kind of like not, not starting anything that's on my list or like I just went for a walk. I was sweaty as hell. So I'm like, I don't want to go home and just sit around sweaty for an hour and a half. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's stupid, lazy of me, but I'm like, I'm not going to go home, shower and then get right back in the car and then start like something for like 30, 40 minutes and then get in the car, go all the way to the gym and get sweaty again and then come home and shower. So I was just like, you know what? I went for my walk today. I, I did 30 minutes. I walked two kilometers, got my heart rate up to close my exercise ring. I'm like, okay, I was good. Then I came home and, and did a, did a few things. And then I just fucked around on the PlayStation when I was done, which was like late night anyways. So I've decided, yeah, I went for a good walk with my, with my dog and it was also starting to storm too. So I would have gone a little further with him, a poor little bastard. It was hot, 27 degrees and then plus humidex, but 27, once we got for a while, he was, he was panting. So I'm like, all right, buddy, let's, let's get you home before you keel over. Cause I didn't want him, I didn't want him overheating himself. And he was, he was panting for a little while too, once we got back to my mom's place. So he, uh, 
he, he was a little soldier. He's a little good little dude. He was excited to go and he was a good little soldier, but, but he, he definitely was, was getting hot and was ready to just go home. Um, but I got that, that workout in, I, uh, that walk in, but other than that, been going to the gym, doing my elliptical, being a good bitch. Um, uh, my eating has not been awful. It has not been great. Um, I went shopping at Costco and I saw lucky charms on sale. I haven't had those in years. And I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, if like, if you're going to, if you're going to cheat, you know, I'm like cereal is probably not the worst thing. It's nowhere near the sugar content that it once was. Um, however, it has made my poop shockingly green <laughs> for the last few days. So I'm going to finish what I got and then never eat it again. That'll be my plan. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I shared that, but it's, it's there and I'm not recording a new episode nor editing this out. So yeah, uh, at first it actually had me, I bet it's, it's so funny. I'm at an age where it's like, if I poop green more than once, I'm Googling, what does green poop mean? And it's like, <laughs> it either means you ate something with dye in it or you have a horrible bacterial infection. I'm like, all right, so do I let it go? I'm like, I, I assume it's the dye from the food, but after a couple of days of not having <laughs> these, these lucky charms, they certainly don't look lucky on the back end. They look like I've been cursed. It's like the luck, the, the leprechaun on the box on the way in. And then the leprechaun from the horror movie on the way out. Um, so yeah, I, I, uh, still going to the gym, I'm still trying to learn the gym stuff. I, I started reading a, a body resistance book started as I'm like 10 pages in. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to keep reading that and just trying to acquire the information. Just even if I read the whole thing and I don't feel like I got anything from it, at least I will be putting the effort in, right. It's just slowly walking towards that goal of being able to do the gym by myself. Like I said, I'm eating better on and off. So like I made a good, a good food thing. I made a, I made like a chicken pot pie. That made me feel terrible. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right now, you know what I'm kind of doing is I'm trying not to bring any more garbage into the house and I'm trying to burn through the garbage I do have in the house. So rather than like starting to eat good and then being like, oh, as I hate wasting food, um, I look like a guy who hates wasting food. Oh, geez, you got leftovers given to me. I, I wouldn't want to see it go in a landfill. Um, no, it's just about like, I, I got stuff, you know, and I'm, I'm still doing, I'm still doing quite well and I'm keeping my intake less than my daily calories, but it's still, you know, it's not just a numbers game, right? There's still the stuff like, I'd still like to give myself, you know, I don't want to eat 2000 calories of like burgers every day. It's like, it'd be nice to have I had salad the other day too. Like I'm, I got some celery sticks that I'm going to F up this evening. There you go. See, I caught myself, made it nice and made it nice and PG. So anyways, I'm doing that. Uh, I took my buddy Jad to, um, to bed bath to uh, Jad, someone who was working with me on the Nespresso program. He too saw the value in the Nespresso deal I told you guys about last week. So him and I went to get him that machine and then to take back his one to Costco, the miracle of Costco and bed bath. And uh, I bought myself a new chair, that gaming chair I bought during COVID really not happy with it. Uh, sitting here for long periods of time, writing, reading, recording, playing games. I uh, just, just didn't like it. I'm back to an office style, you know, executive chair, way more comfortable. Um, and then I, and then my mom's been in the market for a new chair cause she's working from home from the government. So I just gave her my chair. It's way, way more comfortable for her than what she was using. So, uh, brought that to her place. And then I, uh, and then I, uh, had a cigar. I got to still post the pictures of that story. Trying to get good at posting pictures. Um, just to keep you guys engaged in what I'm going, I'm doing. So I got, I got a little video of me walking chase that I wanted to share. And then I got, uh, a picture of the, uh, the big old bat that I smoked, uh, when I was at my mom's place, I actually picked it up when I went for a walk with my buddy, Matt, but we ended up smoking on something different. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, we had, uh, we, we ordered a, a pizza. I smoked a cigar and we had some Coronas. How about that? Uh, and it was nice. We sat in the backyard we listened to music. We, we chatted, we had some beers and then, uh, and then when the conversation dwindled, I, I showed my mom how to play Netflix on her phone and then we watched some arrested development. So that was fun. Uh, 13 minutes in and I feel like I'm running out of stuff to talk about, which is good because I have to leave for the gym in approximately one hour's time. So I don't have a, a long one for you guys this week. Uh, yeah. So just taking a look at my notes here. So I think the big, big story this week, uh, well, there's two big stories. One of them is bigger for me than it is for you guys, but, um, let's, let's do, I'll tell you what, uh, I've been still playing, uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Um, almost done having fun with that. It's also pissing me off at times, but I'm enjoying, uh, I'm enjoying that game. And, uh, like I said, more of the same of what before I won't go into it, but just it's a fun one. And we're still playing that game fall guys with my, my online family. It's really funny. Like it seems, it feels kind of like lame and embarrassing to say at times, but you know what? 
Um, they're, they're a good group. We got, like I said, we got some young pups, uh, reds in there, my good friend red, who I'll be seeing later this week. Uh, she's, she joins in the group and it's just a fun kind of evening community. If you will, we're all just, if we're all just sort of sitting at home doing whatever, it's kind of fun that after all the day's shit is done, everyone's able to sort of pop in there, shoot the shit. And we're, we're a fun group. We're, we're a diverse group, um, from, you know, two different countries. Uh, when Tina was, was with us more often, it was, it was three different countries, but it's, it's, uh, it's a good group of people. we got people in Texas. One of our friends actually is, is evacuating his city right now. Cause they're getting hit with a couple hurricanes. Um, but it's just, it's interesting to have like the different cultures, the different age groups. It's just, honestly, it's a fun group. Of, it's a fun group of fucks <laughs> to, to gather on. So I, I really dig my, uh, it's so lame, but like, we've been the group that's kind of hung out with each other over COVID. So we all live our lives, but then in the evenings, if we're home, we, we sort of just jump onto the the PlayStation and it doesn't even matter if we're playing the same games, it's just shooting the shit. And I got to tell you, great, great group of people, great group of people. I enjoy shooting the shit. And it's kind of funny because. It's, it, well, it's an interesting dynamic that's developed because I've played games before where it's online and you play with people and you only play the same game together, you know, and you only talk to each other when you're playing said game. But what's kind of cool about this is we all, we all, it's more of a group now where we just get on and we are all, some of us playing different games and, you know, some of us don't even have the game that, that the other person's playing. Right. So it's not even a matter of like, ah, tonight I'm gonna play, but it's a, a cool little group that just kind of, you know, in the evening, we jump into this party. Not everyone's there every single night, but it's kind of nice to be able to, to just shoot the shit and, and share your day. It's almost like it's lame. I say it looks like my online family, but it's kind of cool because, uh, there's times where, you know, some of the younger pups have had like a bad day and they're frustrated and they're, they're angry and they're, they're not doing well with their feelings. And it's cool that they actually feel comfortable to like open up about that stuff in the group. Like, I got to tell you, being a young male in high school, it's difficult to show vulnerability because you're kind of like, you're kind of thrown to the wolves every day when you go to school and then you're, you're, it's like dog eat dog. But like, so, so it's cool that, that we've, we've cultivated a group, a, a, a space, an environment where they feel like they can kind of like something like we also bust balls hard in that group too. Like, it's not a place for like little bitches. It is not a, uh, you know, uh, a, a Ned Flanders shining white picket fence environment. Like we we're, we're fun and we're friendly with each other and we bust balls. But when someone's having a day where they're like, I just, I'm having this happen. And they, they're like, you know, I'm frustrated about this. Like, it's kind of cool that we're there. It's cool that they're able to know that, that when we, when we turn, you know, when they come in like that, when they're like, I'm, I'm, I'm having a bad day that we're all able to kind of cut the shit, you know, cut the ball busting and just kind of try to offer support. Like, it's, I don't know what it's like being a kid in high school these days, but I would imagine with all of the, uh, the Instagram, this and that, whatever, by the way, I've got a great outro song this week. I'm super excited to share it with you guys. Uh, I heard it earlier today and I, f I think it's fucking hilarious and I, I love it. I was looking for a different song by that band to play for you guys. And then I just came across this and I listened to the first few minutes. I actually clicked on it because the music video, uh, you know, uh, icon, uh, thumbnails, what I was looking for thumbnail looked hilarious. And I ended up listening to the song. I was like, this is fucking hysterical. Uh, I'm and it, it's instantly on my outro song for this week for sure. Um, and then other reasons too, I'll tell you about later. Anyways. Um, I think it's cool that, you know, with the, with whatever they got going on in, in schools these days or whatever, the fact that they can just come in and, and kind of be like, all right, I'm going to unload this shit. Cause you're, your back's up against the wall all the time in high school, right? You're trying to fit in with different groups. You don't want people, you can't even take an insult without feeling like everyone's looking at you and laughing at you, whatever. So I'm not trying to project my own shit because I actually kind of did okay in high school with friends and stuff, but I definitely, I had my insecurities. I don't feel like I ever walked around wearing them. In fact, right now my Facebook profile picture is, is a picture of me from high school. Uh, so if you, you know, if you know me and, and you want to take a look, or if you don't, you know, my name, Josh Williams, go ahead and look for me, me standing with a bunch of other idiots, grade nine, stupid, stupid, goofy smirk grin on my face. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, I, I, I dig, I dig, uh, I dig closing off my evenings with these people. It's uh it's a cool, cool environment to, to, to be in. So, um, we've been playing fall guys and that's like a dog eat dog, uh, 
Wipeout Pure Ultimate Warrior. I told you guys about it before. Just a goofy game. We're all we're all getting much better at it. In fact, now when we play as a team, uh, we tend to get right to the end with each other, and then it's then it's last man standing. So it goes kind of crazy. Whatever. It's just a fun fun way to wrap up the day. Um, so the two big things I got. One, I got a big old haul of DK books. I got my DK first DK shipment since COVID. I think when I was talking with my guy at DK, he had mentioned that I was the, um, oh, I got a nice, nice like here. Do, 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 Hey, so, um, sorry about that gang. Um, I'm looking for my picture too. I'm opening up the app to, to get the picture so I can talk about what I got. And, uh, and I, and I've got to weather the storm of all the friggin' likes. Did I not even post it on Instagram? The fuck is wrong with me? Uh, uh, okay, well, I'll have to post that so you guys can see it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here's the, here's the picture there. So I got, uh, yeah, they're telling me I was one of the last, uh, sorry, I was the last person who got a shipment before everything shut down with COVID and I'm one of the first to get it again. And I love them. You guys know how much I love DK. I've been bragging about them for years. Um, they have been the best partner to me since the whole thing. And this is not ragging on any of the partners. All right. Uh, I've had lots of companies that whose stuff I like, but just sometimes, you know, it's like pulling teeth, trying to, trying to you know, trying to get them to fulfill their end. Um, and DK has never, I don't even know if they pay attention to my reviews, to be honest with you. That's not a shit on them. They're just, they're busy doing stuff. I think that, that I just have a good relationship with them. I think they know how much I love their stuff. And, uh, and they, I don't know, they, they, they take great care of me. I honestly couldn't be any more grateful uh, for what they do. Uh, and our partnership together. So, um, I sent them a, a list of some stuff I was interested in and man, was I ever happy, uh, to see the, the, the box come and all the different books. And I, I'm going to tell you a few of them that are, that are going to be coming down the pipeline. So, um, I got the sports book. Uh, it's the fifth edition. It is a big arse book about sports. I flipped, I just quick flipped through it and it's got like all the different sports in it and it teaches you the rules and the strategies. It's got these awesome little graphics of like how the sport is played. It is extensive, really extensive. It's, you know, I, whatever, I'll give it its review and it's time. So I got the sports book, looking forward to that. I got a step-by-step baking book, an illustrator, of course, illustrators, DK, tons of visuals. This thing is huge. Huge illustrated step-by-step baking book because I was like, you know what? I'd like to bake some stuff. Now that I'm trying to eat better, I'm like, I don't know if this book's a good idea, but my friend Matt came over last week and that'll be the other thing I tell you about. And, uh, we decided like that day I was, you know, showing him the book cause it came earlier that morning. And I, he was like, you know, if you want to bake something, I was like, I would, I, I'm like, let's bake something. You know, I was like, well, what do you want to do? And we started talking about this cause Matt's a, Matt's a chef. And so we, we had slowly started to, you know, we decided, I think we were going to try to do eclairs, but we were going to have to get some equipment I didn't have and stuff like that. And as, as the day was kind of getting on, I'm like, you know, we're either going to be able to bake or we're going to be able to go for like a nice long walk. And I think both of us were more eager for the walk. So we, we postponed the baking, still like to do it, but we flipped through the book. It was, it was gorgeous. All the different things that were in the book. Um, I don't know if I have the patience for baking. I do know there's people that, that listen to the podcast who are bakers. And I know that a lot of, a lot of even cooks and chefs say like, Baking is, is a science like, like baking and cooking are not the same thing. So, um, I definitely interested in trying it sometime, but I don't think diving in to just starting to make tarts and cookies and pies and things like that is where I want to be, especially if I'm trying to lose weight. Last thing I want to do is, you know, put the, the, the carbohydrate calories, you know, blast them through the roof. So there's that. I got, uh, two new uh, for the artist books, I got the botany for the artist book and anatomy for the artist book. Um, looking forward to taking a peek at those. I, uh, I reviewed the sketchbook for the artist prior to COVID. Um, and I'm still waiting for, uh, my good friend, Rebecca, uh, my buddy, Chris, who's a co-host of the podcast with me. His wife, Rebecca has got the uh, sketchbook for the artist I'm looking for her. She's a great artist. So I reviewed it, but I thought, you know what, why not have an actual artist, uh, give the book a review. So she's got it at the moment. I'm waiting for a, a review from her. Um, what else did I get? I got uh, art, a visual history. I love the art books that DK has. I have a really, really big art book that they gave me a year or so ago. Love that. I'm looking forward to checking out this art and visual history book. Uh, I got an essential herbs book uh, that goes with the Neil one. So the uh, complete massage and complete wellness books that I've already played with. Um, I got the essential herbs as well. Can't wait to go through that one and look at all the cool things. Uh, they sent me the complete guitar manual which is great. It's like a visual guide for beginners. What is it? What do we got here? Uh, I'll review it once I get to it. But yeah, the complete guitar manual, the beginner's guide to playing the guitar. 
right? New edition with free online techniques and backing track, backing track videos. Okay. So there we go. That's, that's pretty cool. In my opinion, where's that, where's that thing that I'm supposed to, I'm, I'm just taking a quick look. I'm like, I hope it didn't come with like a card or something. Acknowledgements, right? Cause this would be like, here's where you go to get your free thing. Acoustic guitars is telling you the difference and stuff. I love their stuff, guys. I'm so happy to be, to be back in it. The session, chapter three, the sessions, introducing the sessions. BB King is on there. Online short. Yeah, here's the things to step-by-step introduction. Online video tutorials. The 10 learning sessions in this book are each accompanied by a video tutorial, which can be viewed at. Maybe I'll do that for you guys. Maybe when I review that book, I will give you guys a little sneak peek. I'll let you in on the tutorial video link. So yeah, uh, which is great, right? Because that'll coincide with my wanting to learn and play the guitar more. Uh, Another How It Works book from the series. So How Management Works. Um, Yeah, that one's going to be fun. The How It Works series is amazing. How the brain works, how the body works, how the, you know, how money works, how, how business works, how, how science works, like all that stuff. I, it's going to be great. Um, another one from the series, uh, there was what's my child thinking, which is a cool book. I gave it to my friend, uh, Alex, who was really excited. She's the young, young pups in her litter. Uh, she showed interest and she's, I've talked to her since she said she's referred to the book several times when a situation's happening. Super, super cool. Well, what's my teenager thinking? uh, is available now for 13 to 18 year olds. And I'm looking forward to reading that. I'm going to use it on my young pups in the the PlayStation group. I got a bunch of teenagers in there. So (laughs) it'll be funny to be reading a book and then using the psychology on them. So that's gonna be funny one. And I'm actually looking forward to reading it because, uh, the two other kiddos that are in that age bracket that I don't really see or talk to very often, I'd like to, but they're teenagers and, uh, you know, the mom's ex-boyfriend, maybe not you know, high on their, I mean, they barely want to spend time with their own parents, right? So ex-step parents are not maybe high on the list, but you know, I'd love to be able to kind of know what they're going through. So maybe if they are feeling like they're, you know, they don't want to talk to mom or dad about what's going on, maybe they'll, you know, maybe they'll put some, some faith in me and I'll have the tools necessary to help them deal with some shit that they're seeing. Oh, going through. All right. And then I got two books I'm super, 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 super excited about. I got Behind the Horror, True Stories That Inspired Horror Movies. Uh, it's a paperback. It's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, I love that. I love that stuff. I love the the, the horror genre and, and the stuff that goes behind it. And then, of course, John Landis presents Haunted Houses. The, uh, what is it? Classic stories of doors that should never be opened. Uh, another horror one. John Landis, of course, the, uh, I think I was telling you guys about that a while back. Maybe not. Maybe I was on the phone with somebody. John Landis is, uh, the guy who directed American Werewolf in London, the movie that scared the shit out of me as a kid, scared the absolute shit out of me. Uh, my dad listens to the podcast, but as one who shows me, I'm sure he can remember quite a few sleepless nights, uh, after that, just being horrified by that movie. So John Landis has curated this uh, collection of stories, um, about haunted houses and stuff like that. So, um, that's gonna be fun. So yeah, that's my, that's my big thing. My, my DK hall. Very, very happy with that. Those are the books that you guys are going to be hearing about in the near future. Cannot wait to, uh, to go over them and enjoy. Um, and then finally I'll tell you about my walk with my buddy, Matt. Okay. So we're, we're not too, too far into the podcast, but I probably tell some stories along the way here. So my buddy, Matt came over, we decided to X and A on the baking and we went for a walk through my old neighborhood, uh, Hindenburg, where we both grew up, where we became friends at a very young age. And, uh, and, and, you know, a lot of my early years were spent there. I, I met my ex in that neighborhood when we were the tender age of 12. Um, so a lot of things in that neighborhood, a lot of things in that neighborhood. Um, my first two houses, two first two places that I lived, I lived in the, on one of them until I was, she's like 13 or 14, maybe 15. When I started going to, to Glebe, it's been a long time. Spent a long time in that neighborhood. Uh, my first job, well, my first jobs were all in the neighborhood, delivering newspapers and, uh, washing dishes at a place called the Carlton restaurant, not the Carlton tavern. Uh, I worked at the giant tiger in that neighborhood. Um, so yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of memories, a lot of memories there. So I'm going to just sort of take you through them. How about that? We were walking through the old neighborhood. I ran into, uh, I ran into a guy, JP little Asian dude who lived in my neighborhood, but we worked together at the Weston hotel. He was, uh, was one of the bartenders. So for the big events, he would, him and, uh, another guy, Elise, were the big, were the bartenders that, you know, if you were having a convention or anything like that, and there was a bar, they were the guys working it. And, uh, super good dude. Great to see him. That was years ago. I was 18 when I worked at the Weston. I'm 37 now. So that was a long time ago. And he's an elderly fellow. He's with his grandson and it was good seeing him. He was just hanging out in the neighborhood. 
you know, sitting on a bench as old people do. And uh, it was great to see him. He shared some stories, got to catch up. Great dude. Great dude. Great to see him. Um, I went into the, uh, the, the giant tiger that I used to work in, and it doesn't look very different from, from when I was there. And again, that's, that's going back. That's even pre Weston hotel. So some of the staff still there. I would say that's 20 years ago. Easy. Oh my God. No, I was like 15 working there. God, 22 years ago, I worked there. Um, yeah, time flies. Yeah. But I, I worked there and it was <laughs> giant tiger for my international and, and, uh, American listeners is like, like I said, it's like, it's like, if you put try to put a Walmart in like a, you know, in a smaller store, if you try to take your, your standard, yeah, just try take the size of like a Walgreens and then turn it into a Walmart. That's what a, that's what a, a giant tiger is. So there was that. <laughs> we also, uh, we also walked, we walked through the whole, whole, uh, neighborhood. Um, we were kind of going up and down the streets cause we were checking, you know, places where other people used to live. And I don't really, Matt kind of wanted to go in certain areas. And I was like, I wonder what he's looking for. And he's like, I don't know. I'm just maybe seeing if I run into somebody. I'm like the people you'd run into are going to be on the main street. Like it's, they're not going to be down in the old neighborhood. Like kids just sitting on a bicycle in the corner. Like we're going back to like eight year old days, you know, seven, eight year old days where, you know, or maybe, maybe, maybe 12 and under where guys are just kind of roaming around the neighbors. Like that's not our, our neighborhood anymore. A lot of those people now they've got jobs and if they're hanging out, they'd be hanging out. You know, I, I mean, you're not going to run into them. I mean, he's been living across the country for a while, so I don't know what, what he was expecting, but, uh, I think the neighborhood is, is, uh, more about just the, the, the places you remember. So like a lot of the businesses that we remember were gone, you know, we walked through, uh, we walked through the old streets. There was a friend of ours, uh, Matthew Sifton, who lived in the neighborhood. He was the, he was the kid who always had the super Nintendo before everybody, right? He was the guy who had the stuff and everyone wanted to go over to his house and play the, the super Nintendo. And he was always like, guys, let's go outside and play. We're like, shut up. We're playing final fantasy or star Fox or whatever the, the new games are. Oh, that's a thing too. I won't talk about it, but I'll just give it a quick plug. You guys got to check out high score on Netflix. I watched that this week. High score. It's like a, I don't want to say it's a history of video games, but it's got a history of some pretty, pretty big stuff in video games. Very entertaining. Very, very well done. Uh, high score on Netflix. Check that out. So anyways, we like, we walked by his place. It was so funny. He's like, I'm going to knock on the door and see if he's still here. I'm like, dude, that was 20 to 30 years ago. Like he, he's not here anymore. There's no way he still lives in this neighborhood. You know, I'm like sure he's old and successful now. So he knocked on the door and I was just like, I'm not going up there. He knocks on the door, some frightened looking teenager. Like he's like, Hey, is Matt here? Does he still live here? And she's just stares at him. He's like, we were his buddies. We used to hang out with him. She just stares. He's like, okay. And I'm like, so was that worth it? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we went to the Parkdale market and park, which is kind of like where we would hang out being like the low income, you know, neighborhood we were, which is now, by the way, the whole neighborhood's getting gentrified. So like everything is. You know, I'm saying like the, the property value and all the new houses going up in the area. It's like, it's, it's, it, you know, the people that we grew up with can't afford to be in this neighborhood anymore. So we, uh, we walked to the old park and like a lot of parks from 30 some odd years ago, they've been given facelifts. All the dangerous structures have been removed. It's all sterile, simple, you know, stuff that that's, I don't know. It looked different. But there was still the pool. The pool was still open because we would spend our summers there. So it was a cool time to kind of walk through the neighborhood during the COVID summer vacation where kids are in the pool together, you know, 12 year old lifeguards or whatever it is. It's just one of those like public pools. that's no deeper than two feet at it's, you know, at the center, the deepest area, but it was just, I don't know. It was cool. We just sort of sat down at a picnic table and started talking and we were, we were sort of looking out at the pool, which probably made the lifeguards uncomfortable. Cause it was like, what are these two old guys old? These two, what are these two men doing sitting at this table, staring at us? But we were just kind of like looking at the old park, the market that's right next to it and just different. It was very, very different than, than what we remembered. And it was tough because I couldn't quite remember exactly sort of what structures were where and whatnot. It's just different. Uh, I heard somebody on another podcast this week saying like that whole saying, like, ah, you can never go home again. And you're like, if you don't understand that statement, it's just like, you can, you can go there, but it's not going to be the same as, you know, you remember it. So those days are, those days are gone. So the very close proximity to, to that, as we walked back up to, uh, right in the corner by the park was a pizza pizza. 
and it's still there. Um, it's undergone several renovations and whatnot over the years, but that was kind of like the tradition, right? Is like getting a slice of pizza up at pizza, pizza. And, uh, it is, I mean, now I didn't even have bother having Matt's like, Oh, you want to get a slice? I'm like, no, he's like, come on. It's tradition. I'm like, no, this, the slices here are not like they used to be. Used to be the place was busy. So the, the food was coming out of the oven quite regularly. Used to be the kind of pepperonis too, that when you cook them, they would curl up. So they were like little cup, little cup pepperonis on the, uh, on the pizza, not the case anymore. Hasn't been for years. So he had a slice, whatever. Uh, and then we walked down the next street, which was the street I used to live on, uh, and grew up on, uh, Hinton. And, uh, and it was funny because as soon as we turned the corner, I was like, oh my God, all the houses are like the vast majority of the houses in the street are gone. It was my, it's my place I grew up in gone. And sure enough, yeah, I walked down the street. So right from the, the edge of the street where there's like a, a Royal Oak, like a pub restaurant all the way behind it, like, like at least three or four different houses that were all lined up where I grew up, spent so many years of my life, all gone, all gone, a giant hole in the ground, uh, where they're putting up no doubt a big condo building or something like that. There's no way the the hole in the ground is so deep that, you know, that's like two, three floors of like sub basement parking. Like if you were just putting in like, you know, triplexes or whatever, you know, uh, semi detail, whatever the hell you call them duplexes and triplexes, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have underground that deep. So there, no doubt they're putting in a, a giant, you know, condo place, which is, I was, I, I gotta be honest with you, that, that bummed me out. Not that my house was gone, but I just, I never got to sort of walk around it one last time. You know, the place like me and the neighbor's houses too, where we would play tag and run through the little areas and places to hide and stuff like it's all gone. And, um, and it's funny too, because well, not funny. It's just, it was just odd because if the new building was constructed, you know, you could sort of walk around that area. Just be like, oh, I guess this would have been so-and-so's house. And this would have been my house. And you could still kind of move around it, but just because everything was blocked off, it was just like gone and like denied. I don't know. It was just an odd feeling, but I remember, uh, I remember going up. It was funny. Cause like, I would remember the doorbell. The doorbell was like, it, it didn't ring. It was like an eh sound. Like it would just sort of vibrate so fast along the little bell thing. It was just this, sorry if, if I blew out your ears doing that, didn't mean to, but that's what it was like. I remember that doorbell. You'd hear like a slight ringing underneath that horrible buzzing sound. But like, I mean, I, I, I vaguely remember how the driveway was, the step kit. And again, it's like, like you couldn't even look and see the ground. It's like, the, it's dug down two levels. It never was ever that deep because it was, it was houses houses and triplanes just yeah just to, to gone i i vaguely remember what it looked like but it's all just a, it's a giant hole in the ground right now so that was a bummer uh we walked down to an old uh mall uh holland cross to cross from tunny's pasture where the the big new train new subway train or whatever flies through ottawa poorly breaks down all the time but there was a mall there holland cross i remember there was a, a mcdonald's right at the corner so when we got lucky and you know, used to get a few bucks, go have some McDonald's. I remember that was a McDonald's that was closest to my house. Just walked down there. I remember one time after school, I went there and there was an Asian lady working the counter. I remember that I could afford cheeseburgers because cheeseburgers were like a buck instead of like the $5 for a, you know, a Big Mac meal or whatever, but I could afford like the dollar cheeseburgers. So one time I had a few bucks and I was like, oh, I'll take three cheeseburgers. That was it. No fries. Whatever. Just, I'm going to get uh, three cheeseburgers, please. I, I think they, it had to have been three. I don't think it was two. But it, it must've been three. It could have been two, whatever. Either way, all I remember is I ordered that. The woman goes, oh no, too many pimple. And I said, I'm sorry. She goes, no, no three cheeseburger. No, too many. You have too many pimple. And I was like, I have too many pimples. <clears throat> that was not that I was too fat. I don't, I, I must, I was, I was overweight from a young age. So maybe I wasn't even overweight at that time. That's how long ago it would have been. But to look at me, oh, too many pimple. You now have cheeseburger, too many pimple. And I'm not making this up. I'm not making fun of the accent. I just, that's what was, if I said, she said, I had too many pimples. That doesn't really do it justice. That's not what I experienced. I experienced, no, too many pimple. That's what I got. Who's fucking messaging me now? Oh, Joey Elias. Tell me to name drop my celebrity friends. Hmm, but I'm getting messages. Okay. So anyways, uh, do to loo beep up and boop squeep. So yeah, too many pimples. I don't remember. I think she had to give me the food legally. She's not allowed to deny me, but she is allowed to shame me. She, she teenage pimple shamed me. <laughs> I just, I remember that. I was like, that's the only time I didn't, I didn't ask to speak to a manager cause I wasn't a Karen. Oh, I like how the name is weaponized now. Speaking of which, do you guys ever notice 
that Spider-Man's uh, in the Spider-Man movies, the recent Spider-Man movies, that he doesn't have the suit that talks to him anymore. It wasn't uh, wasn't evident in uh, Infinity War, Endgame, or Far From Home. You know why? Because he named his suit Karen. That was it. She was always telling him what to do and giving him shit, and he called his suit Karen. They were ahead of their time, and then they eliminated. The suit got got killed. All right? The Karen didn't win. The Karen got eliminated. Just saying. Anyways. Um, <laughs> that's so funny to me. That you can weaponize a name. Like, I've been calling people in my act just different names. Like, I'll call an old woman Agnes or Helen. You know, call some douchebag, a, a Ch- not a Chad, sorry. Because uh, that's already a thing. But you don't see Chads crying on the internet going, Chad is the N-word for white males. Uh, like women do for Karen women. You don't have enough to complain about. Uh, I'm an asshole. Anyways, I'm just saying like, just, can you stop bitching and saying that like the C word is the N word for women? Karen is the N word for women. You have no N word ladies. You don't have an N word unless you're a black woman. In which case I'm very sorry. If you're a black woman, you get called Karen. I mean, I'm sure you'd still rather, again, the fact that you can say Karen and you don't have to say the K word pretty much proves it in and of itself. If you can say one and not the other, one of them's worse. But anyways, uh, get off your soapbox, Josh. Nobody cares. All right, fine. All I'm saying is you weaponizing names. Like I, I, I want to weaponize every single name so that nobody can just say names anymore. But that's what I'm saying. I've been, I've been like jokingly calling people Steve or Agnes or Helen or whatever. If you look like a this, I'm going to call you that just for fun, not to fucking turn that name into a weapon. I'm fucking around. It's a joke. And I can't, and of course women want, I have the best sense of humor. Everyone knows I have a great sense of humor. No, you don't. Cause someone called someone, someone called some woman a Karen, you know, and she immediately whined and bitched. And then the rest of the women are like, that's right. It, we should get upset by being called anything we can do to victimize our stop, Josh, stop. All right. I apologize. I move on. I apologize to each and every woman and Karen in the world. You're all victims. Why can't I just let shit go? Right, right, I'll, I'll, I'll add that to my list of things about myself I need to work on. Um, we finally walked from the Too Many Pimples uh, McDonald's area all the way down Westboro to uh, the cigar shop that I frequent. And we enjoyed our... So I'm trying to think if we saw anything. We, know. we just kind of walked through. There's so many different stores and things that are different. Um, but we picked up some cigars. That's where I picked up the big old bat that I smoked uh, with me... me uh, well, with... At me mother's house. And, uh, and then Matt and I finally, we walked all the way back to my place. It was a long walk. It was a 10 kilometer walk, if that means anything for, so that was a day I did not go to the gym, but I did get in my 10 kilometer walk. And, uh, you know, we sat on the back porch and we, we had some whiskey and smoked cigars and, um, yeah, it was a good old time. Good old time. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, that's about it. Um, not, uh, not a lot, but I want to, it's 41 minutes and it's already 10 after eight. I got to get there for nine quarter two, really. So, um, having said that, um, I've got a, an email from my friend Tiff. Tiff and I had a chance to chat a while back too. I'm rekindling all sorts of, you know, relationships and things like that. Where is the email? So I just appreciate her sending me. Okay. Okay. Where's her email? There we go. So I asked her permission before reading this too, cause I was like, okay, she's opening up a little bit. I want to make sure I don't, I do this without, uh, you know, outing anyone. But so Tiff wrote, Josh, who knows me? No one. It's taken me so long to even find things out about myself. That really stumped me, Josh, because I was chatting with her and you guys, of course, about the whole, like, you know, if, if you were to, to, to die tomorrow, like who would be the one to tell a room full of people that you care about who you are? Like who could share that with you? Everything that you were, right? Who's going to, who's going to be the person that you've backed yourself up the most to and backed up as in like made a copy, right? To be known so that when you're gone, it's not like you're taking a bunch of shit about yourself with you, but she goes, that really stumped me, Josh. This is going to sound very multi-personality. I feel like most people know the good side of me. Few, maybe two know my dangerous side. Some know only the professional medical side. A couple know the fun, but I feel like no one side of me can live with the other. I have a huge fear of exposing myself to people. I can't stand rejection. Am I enough? Uh, yes, I'll be married 10 years this year, but even he has seen my dangerous and nice side, but, he, but will he ever understand my medical side or religious or true kinky side? No. To me, if I introduce an area of me and others don't like it, I shut it down. The only person I know that knows all of me is me. And even that has taken many years of acceptance and understanding. It's a scary question, Josh. So thank you for asking. Uh, but does any person ever truly know another? 
Um, or do we only expose what's needed or what others can handle? I don't want to burden others with me. Uh, and the things I like, no one else ever does, or they just don't get me. Um, but anyways, hope you have a great week. Josh, sorry it's been so long. XO Tiff. Well, Tiff, I loved uh, your email. Uh, I loved the, the, the question. Um, I, uh, oh, sorry. The messages still keep coming in. Oh, Jesus. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I get distracted. Tiff. I loved your, uh, email. Um, it's kind of the thing that I, I feel a lot. I wonder if it's the kind of thing other people feel. Of course, onesies, please contact at one man podcast.com. Send me your thoughts and your feelings. Um, I, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's so tough for me because I, this podcast is kind of like where I, I let the most of me out again. I have no idea who's listening. I have no idea who's out there. Speaking of uh, no idea who's listening. I got another email on you or another message on YouTube. Someone saying like, Hey, don't give up. Please keep posting your podcast. I think the last one I have there is like episode 56. So I had to say to the person, I am still recording a podcast every single week. I just don't put them on YouTube because of like, uh, you know, my pals at monkey junk have given me a license to use their music. Well, as soon as I put the podcast on there and that little couple of seconds of monkey junk music, well, YouTube as, as like, Oh, there's a copyright claim and we can't release it. And I, and I say, I have a license. You, I will literally upload the license that I have and you can look and see that I have permission to use this and I can monetize this myself. And there, you know, and I put it there and then it's like, your claim is denied. I'm like, well, let, I, I can prove it. You're denying something that I can prove, but you're not giving me an opportunity to prove it anyways. So YouTube takes a lot of effort to actually takes a lot of time. It, for some reason, the, the uploads crash a lot and uh, at the same time, like the, the copyright issue shit afterwards. So like, I can't even, even if I get tons of views, which I sometimes do on some of my videos, none of nothing that would ever come from it in the benefit would help me. And YouTube views track completely differently than, than my, uh, you know, the, the podcast itself being downloaded on all the different platforms. So it's just a, a bigger pain in the ass. So I don't, I don't, I have to, and like I said, I have to sit and constantly monitor it. Uh, when I'm uploading, I can't do like a big batch upload to YouTube where we just put all the episodes up at once. So it's just an undertaking, but it was nice to see that there's people out there who listen. They're like, Hey, you know, don't, don't give like, people are like, don't give up. Please keep posting your episodes. I'm like, well, they're still coming. They are still being made. So, you know, if somebody, you know, maybe in 10 years when this episode gets onto YouTube, uh, they'll be like, Oh, that was cool. I remember 10 years ago when I asked him not to stop. And it was like a day before <laughs> that I got that message. So I, I will add that to my list of my never ending list of things to do, to do that. But, um, I, I try to make this podcast the thing where I share the stuff that I'm not necessarily always comfortable sharing, but I try, I, I have, that's the one thing that like my, my stand up act will always have to be kind of like just goofy and funny and silly and whatnot. And there's sometimes where my thoughts get goofy and silly, but this is sort of the place where initially it started as my, you know, oh, this will be a comedy podcast. I'll talk about my week and I'll make it all fun and silly. But the shit I've gone through throughout the time that I've had this podcast, the the reflection and like you said, you know, trying to get to know yourself and understand yourself, it's been rough. It's been really weird and rough and and trying at times. And so I uh I I don't know, I have a difficult time. I, I like the honesty. I like putting myself out there and who knows who's listening to it. And, and you know what, if they're going to judge me for it, then that's honestly, that's cool. I used to really, I still get worried about what people think at times, but I think that the most freeing thing is that I, I am transparent and I'm brutally honest. I'm, I, I yell how, how, you know, I'm afraid and I don't know this stuff and I don't know what I'm doing. And I doubt my, like I, I yell it from the rooftops on this podcast because I know that my core group of onesies, even though sometimes I'm talking to you guys and you're like, yeah, you know, you're just complaining about something. I'm like, you know what? But at least you're not like, ah, you're a shit person. Cause you have comments. We all have com complaints and sometimes we just internalize them. I can get them out. It's like I said, it's like my public journal that I just, I put all my shit out here. If you want to listen to it, cool. And you know, what's going on with me. But I, I, this, this podcast is me backing me up as much as I can. So some of the stuff I put in, there's goofy. I have a dumb, goofy thought. I'll throw it out there. Cause that's also who I am. I process some of these feelings with just silly because it's easier to make fun of it. It makes it less intimidating and more palpable to process, right? When there's just constant tragedy and hope and, and despair and hopelessness, like it's, it's just sits with you sometimes, you know, and I'm sorry that sometimes you guys hear it and I'm sorry that. You know, I have happy people that listen to this for maybe it helps you stay happy when you see what the other side lifts like. Uh, but I just, 
you know, for them to go, wow, how can you be so down on them? I don't know. I wish I wasn't. I wish there was a pill. Some say that there is. I think it's just, it numbs you. I've known people on antidepressants who say it's just a numbing feeling. It doesn't feel like you can, it's not, it doesn't feel like you're coping. It just feels like you're, you're just delaying. You're just pushing it back. Right. You know, like, like, uh, Tony Stark with the blood poisoning or whatever, you know, he's not curing it. He's just sticking another thing into his thing that holds it back for longer. You know, Dr. Jekyll taking a serum that doesn't make him change, but doesn't mean it's not there. He hasn't cured it. Right. The Hulk with his yoga breathing exercises, you know, you haven't cured it. It's still there. You're just pushing it back. And I thought, I want to, I want to deal with my shit. I just, I just don't know how, you know, I keep, keep talking about how, like I've, I've, learn things in therapy, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but I I just, if I know what the cause is, why can't I just solve it? But it's still that, that deep doubt. So now it's like, well, why do I doubt? Why do I doubt? Let's keep digging. Let's find the cause. You know, it's like you dig and you find a rotten root and you're like, oh, this root's rotten. Okay, great. But where's, how deep does that root go? Right? Like let's, let's, I don't know, maybe that's, that's not a great metaphor, but I just want to find the, the, literally the root of the problem. Maybe that's where it came from, but just, I want to find it and I want to solve it. I don't want to live like this all the time. You know, I want to believe, I want to believe that I can do it. Um, sorry, Tiff, I'm not trying to turn this and make it about myself. I'm just trying to, to empathize and relate and just say like, I, I too want to be accepted. I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to not be known. And I don't want to just do things that I think other people are going to accept me for, because if you're trying to please everybody else, you're not living for yourself, right? You're just trying to please other people. And the old saying goes, when you try to please everybody, you end up pleasing nobody, yourself included. Um, But just know for what it's worth, I love you as a person and I accept you for who you are. And, you know, sometimes we all have our dark sides. Again, I I make, you know, comments and, and tease, you know tease people and shit in my podcast that, that I feel love to victimize themselves. And it's funny because I, I, nobody likes to listen to someone victimize themselves. And I know that, that, that times that's exactly how I come across. Like I'm just playing the victim card and I'm trying to let you guys know again, that, that if that's what I'm coming across is that's not, I'm being misunderstood. That's a big frustration of mine. I don't feel like I'm a victim. I just, I, I know that I can cure my shit. I just don't know how sometimes, you know? So, or maybe I do, and maybe I'm just scared. Who knows? But, uh, you know, as, as I've said many times, life is very difficult and mine didn't come with an instruction manual. So we got to figure out, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough one, but, but you, you got me you ever need to talk, you know, or you want to, you want to download or, or, or create a backup as I call it. Um, message me, email me, talk anybody guys. I hope you know, you're all welcome. Contact the one man podcast.com. Everyone is welcome to be as vulnerable as they want. And I promise you that I will not, I will not make you regret, uh, putting yourself in that position. If you ever need to talk, or if you know the answers and you, you've been there and you've gotten better, or you're just the kind of person who's always had it good. And there's things that you use that work for you. Like I'd, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. I love the people <laughs> I'm going to shit on a certain group just a little bit, but I love the people who tell me that I complain. It just sounds like I'm bitching every week, you know? So, but, but offer no solutions. That's the one that bothers me. I've had some friends who say like, it sounds like this. And then they offer something, which is great. Right. But it's like, I, I used to have a boss who told me, it's like, Josh, you come to me with problems, come to me with solutions. So, you know, if you're going to, if I, I, let me just ask this, if you're one of my onesies and I love each and every one of you, regardless of whether or not you criticize me, the fact that you spend any of your time listening to me, whether you enjoy it or not, I'm grateful for it. I want, you to know, it's not lost on me. However, if I could just say, if you're going to take the time to, to criticize me and make me feel like what I'm doing is kind of shitty or whatever, offer me an alternative. You know what I mean? If you think that all I'm doing is complaining, well, I, I and you know, and I get that sometimes I am, um, offer me an insight, right? If, if I'm doing something that you don't do, what do you do differently? Help me. That's all save, use the same breath to criticize, to, to help, right? Offer a solution. That's all. Uh, no biggie. I'll still take you shit on me. Uh, I'm, I'm very, very adept to that, but, um, but I'm just saying, Hey, if you, if you happen to be somebody who doesn't understand why, um, you know, I've got some downtimes and, and, you know, what I can do differently. Um, I'm open to it. 
And I'm sure, and I'd be happy to share with everyone else who maybe could use the advice too. So coming up this week, um, tomorrow I'm going with my buddy, Mark, um, regular contributor to the podcast. We're going to a gun range. We're going to fire off 44 Magnum and some other guns. All I know is the 44 Magnum is like the, the dirty, hairy gun. And, uh, and I think he's got a point a 38 as well, but it's like, it's like the hand cannon that like Rick uses in, uh, in the walking dead. So like the long barrel revolver, we got that. I mean, he's also got the, uh, the semi-automatics. I think they are like a, like a, like a nine millimeter, I think is a semi-automatic. I don't know. I don't know about guns. I don't care. Um, all I know is I'm going to get to shoot one and I'm excited. To, I'm excited just to try it up. See what all, see what all the fuss is about. I'm also terrified to hold it. So I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm not going to be fucking around at all. I don't want to fucking. Yeah. I wouldn't even like, I'd be terrified to even lift it up until like, there's no one around me. I'd be, I'd be worried that like, I'll like raise it up and some guy come running out. Oh, I got to fix something. Bang. So I don't want to, I don't want to blow anybody's head off, you know, mine or anyone else's. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that this weekend. I head to London to hang out with my pal red and I'll be doing the, um, I actually won't be back until, um, later in the week. So I'm actually going to be delayed. I'm just going to bring all the podcast stuff with me. I am going to be busy. I want to spend time with my friends. I don't want to pack it and I don't want to d- d- not use it. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to leave it behind and I'm going to be late next week, but I'm going to tell you in advance. It's deliberate. And then I'm doing some Nespresso trainings. Cause we're, as soon as I come back from London, I'm going to be jumping, uh, feet first into the, uh, five store fucking 10 week Nespresso program. I'm very excited to be working again and doing all that fun stuff. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I'm back to work. Uh, and I'm, and I'm at the same time too, while I'm in London, I think that my excess time, I'm going to find the local good life and, uh, and get myself to the gym uh, all those days. So I'm gonna give myself Saturday and Sunday off. That's going to be my thing for, for now and Monday through Friday, uh, at the gym. So another week down another podcast. Wow. Shit. How close am I? Oh, I gotta move my ass. Uh, another podcast down. Enjoy the outro song. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Listen to the, the lyrics. Uh, they're, they're hysterical and, um, yeah. And I will chat with you guys again soon. Just to